This is Ottawa at Work with Leslie Roberts on News Talk 580 CFRA. I, for one, can't wait to get to stab the uh, vaccine so at least life can return to normal. More importantly, uh, protect those in, around me who, you know, are vulnerable. This isn't just about you, right? This is about the community at large. And I understand, and I find it quite interesting, that the chorus of skeptics at this point continues to grow, question mark, whether... They're going to get the shot. They need to be a little more convinced. But what happens when you're making up that decision, whether you're going to get shot or not, and you go back to work, and then suddenly everyone around you is, and the employer looks at you and says, well, you want to work here? You need to get a vaccine. Can that scenario play out? Let's bring in employment lawyer Lior Samfiru, of course, co-founding partner at Samfiru Tamarkin LLP, our go-to employment law firm. Good morning. Thank you, Lior, for your time. Thanks for having me. It's not mandatory, but can an employer make it mandatory for their own employees? So first of all, we have to remember that this is this whole situation is very much unprecedented. We, we have not had uh, in modern times a pandemic that impacted us uh, to this extent, and certainly we have not had such a mass vaccination campaign as, as we're, we're currently undergoing. So there's really no precedent for these types of issues and these types of questions. So I can give you some, some basic thoughts. And, and the overarching principle is that in most cases, an employer is not going to be able to mandate uh, an employee be vaccinated. There are very various uh, human rights at play here, safety issues potentially. Uh, and despite, obviously, the interest that we all have to, to put this uh, pandemic behind us, if the job can otherwise be done safely, if the job can otherwise be done in a way that puts others at minimal risk, through social distancing, physical distancing, mask wearing, et cetera, then an employer has to allow an employee that refuses to be vaccinated to continue uh, to work and not be vaccinated. Of course, exceptions will have to be made and, and more, more ability to enforce vaccinations will be possible in certain professions where the risk is too high, such as with elderly care, hospitals, Right. But for most of us and most employees, an employer cannot mandate a vaccine. Okay, so the onus, though, is on the employer, not the employee here, to prove that we can't accommodate. It is on the employer. Wow. and it, it, Because of what we've been undergoing over the past year, it's not going to be easy to do. Over the last year, all of us, most of us certainly, have been working despite the pandemic and have been able, for the most part, to do our job safely. Uh, there have been various measures that have been put in place. Employers have allowed the remote working where that's possible. They have made arrangements within the workplace to allow people to work safely. So I think given what we've now learned about the ability to work safe in a pandemic, it's going to be very difficult for the employer to say, well, now the only way you can be safe, the only way the others can be safe is if, you be, if you're vaccinated. So in, for most employers, that's going to be a very uh, tall order, I think. Well, and let's face it, if everyone else is vaccinated and you're the, the lone employee who's not, I mean, you're not really at risk to them if the vaccine does its, its trick. That being said, it's not 100%. Well, here's the crazy thing. So you've got that employee who refuses. But let's say that that employee has two kids who go to a public school and they're mandata- mandated to get the vaccinations for typical children diseases. Why is it the same employee who has to do it when the kids want to go to public school doesn't have to do it when they're going into a public place at the office? 
Well, that is really because of, of what government intervention uh, has, has done as relates to schools. So by order of statute, uh, schools can require that children be vaccinated. So that's the law. The law of the land is the government has imposed. And the government can certainly intervene and say that if you're going to be working in a job where you have access to others and members of the public, you have to be vaccinated. As of, as of now, our governments have said they're not planning on doing that, mm-hmm. but they certainly could. And if they did that, then that would, of course, empower employers to say, well, now it's out of our hands. Right. Now the government has imp- uh, implemented a law saying that you have to be vaccinated, just like with children in school. So that will be a whole different situation, but that will be up to the government to do. If they did it and then they, they went you know, on a human rights basis to the Supreme Court, I mean, who, could, who would win that? Would it be the greater good of public health or would it be under the Charter of Rights and Freedoms, the, the individual who said, I don't want to be forced to take this shot? That is a that, that is a very tough question to answer, and it's yeah. going to be a, certainly a, a tough battle. You know, ultimately, I think that by the time that a matter like that could reach a high court, if the vaccine is otherwise proven effective, if it's proven safe, and, and as time goes on, we'll have more data, I think a court may lean towards that greater public good and say that this is an exception that you may have uh, or, or that, that the government may, ha- may have in these situations. It is tough to say, and I do expect that at some point, at least, the government is going to have to turn its mind to, do we want to implement laws like that? Do we want to force the issue uh, for the greater good? Lior, are you guys still busy? <laughs> we are busy nonstop, my friend, all what, the time. What are the issues that people are calling you about? Well, the bigger issues have to do still with uh, with layoffs and yeah. changes to jobs. You know, reduction in hours, uh, you know, reduction in pay. Employers still are struggling, and we have to balance the rights of employers to try to make changes so they can survive with the rights of employees. And the law still does favor the employees, even in situations where employers are making changes for legitimate reasons. Uh, but th- those are certainly topics we're dealing with every day. Are the majority of settlements being done before they go to court, and are they uh, are they getting to keep their job, or it's a financial thing when they walk away? The reality is, in employment law, it's very important to to understand yeah. this that uh, going to court is rare. Yeah. Um, in most cases, these matters resolve very quickly, and it is usually a, a financial settlement. Oftentimes, employees have a choice to make: is do we keep do we keep our job? with these changes that have been implemented by an employer, uh, reduction in pay, change in hours, or do we say, no, we're going to treat our employment as being terminated, we call that a constructive dismissal, get the financial compensation that we're owed, and move on. Uh, And different employees, different financial situations will make different decisions. But oftentimes, and usually, these matters do resolve fairly quickly. Employment lawyer, Lior Samfuro, thank you. Appreciate it, Lior, always for your expertise on this. Thanks, Leslie. The uh, firm is called Samfiro Tomarkin LLP. We'll take a break. On the other side, the news, and then then. a warning from experts about unique population of freshwater fish in this country, risk of endangered, being endangered. What does that mean for the popular sport of fishing? Apparently, it could significantly affect it. We'll discuss that next. News Talk 580 CFRA.